Welcome to Healing Hearts Podcast, where raw topics with real people is discussed. Today, we are going to continue to unpack Hurt People, Hurt People, our episode. But we have some subtopics that we are going to lead up to give you an understanding of why hurt people hurt people. Today's episode, we are going to speak about rejection. And I do have a guest speaker, Minister Q, that will be joining me. Stay tuned. Father God, I humbly come before you this morning, this afternoon, this evening for every listener and every person on this episode, Father God, that you would just bring understanding, Lord God. Father, I pray that, Lord, that the listeners will walk away with an understanding of rejection from your perspective, Father God. Lord, help us not to linger in the pains and uh, of rejection from men. And Lord, we just give you all the glory. We thank you, Father, that you are Jehovah Rapha. You are Jehovah um, Nisi, Jehovah Jireh. Father God, you are a provider. So Father, I just pray for every listener, Lord, that they gain understanding, that they re- that their joys be filled today, Father God. And Lord, we just give you all the glory. Father, I thank you for your Holy Spirit to teach us. Lord, all the speakers, um, Minister Q and myself, Father God, may we decrease so you can increase and bring forth deliverance to your people, to those that are listening, Father God. I pray for their their heart, their soul, their minds, their bodies, Father God. I pray that, Father, that they will continue to draw closer to you. And we just give you all the glory, Father God, because we are nothing without you, Lord. We need you, Father God. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Good evening. Good welcome, everyone. Yes, it's Healing Hearts Podcast coming to you live. Today, we're going to be speaking about rejection and how that looks, how that affects your walk and and your relationship with Jesus Christ. I have my wonderful guest speaker here today that will be joining us um, to speak about rejection. Minister Q, um, she is it from Galveston, Texas. And so um, we are excited to bring the word of God to you in such a practical way. So we both have experienced some rejection of some sort, but we hope to sh- shine some light in regards to viewing it from God's perspective. So rejection, here are some things, here are some signs um, that you can, uh, you know, gauge if you're feeling or if you're struggling with the spirit of rejection. Do you feel that you don't belong? Do you have feelings of unworthiness and no value? Do you have feelings of uselessness? Do you have feelings of not being loved and accepted? Do you have feelings that you aren't important, nor your needs? Do you have feelings that no matter what you do, it's not good enough? Do you have fear of man? 
Are you a perfectionist? Are you driven to be perform to be to be loved? These are some signs. These are some signs that you can um, look inside your own life and see if this is something that you struggle in. Because I believe, as believers of Jesus Christ, we will be rejected, just as our Father in heaven was rejected. He wasn't accepted in his own hometown. How many of us can relate to, um, you know, when we are, we've given our life to the Lord and we're walking with them and, and, you know, and you're in that party scene and, and then everybody thinks you, you think you're better than them because you're trying to change. Well, that can, that is another way that rejection, if you don't have an understanding and if your identity is not in Christ, um, you can be, you know, um, you can be overcome by those those emotions of others. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and welcome my guest uh, speaker, and, and she will be on with me in these next few episodes, uh, well, majority of the episodes. I am excited. I'm excited. So Minister Q, I'm going to go ahead and turn it on over to you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Healing Hearts Podcast, and we're talking about the idea of being rejected. We know that rejection comes in all sorts of forms, types, and fashion. But through Christ, we can get over it. Revelations 21 and 4 tells us, And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, Neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And that's how we deal with rejection. Through the word of God, we know that some pain is harder to deal with. It's harder to manage. It's harder to accept. It's harder to understand. Harder to mask. Harder to receive healing for. And also harder to extend grace and forgiveness to others for the pain that they have caused us. Why, you may wonder. The reason why is we can manage physical pain. When we cut or scrape ourselves, we can put a Band-Aid on it or get a few stitches. We can even take pain medication for headaches or body aches, but there isn't any pain medication for emotional brokenness, mental scars, sexual abuse, abandonment, rejection, family ties, family dysfunction, soul ties, generational curses, generational pain. These types of pain takes longer to heal because they are, aren't often recognized because the pain is often hidden it's masked and suppressed. Masked, hidden, and suppressed pain grows into bitterness, frustration, anger, addiction, violence, mental and emotional instability. But with the word of God, it encourages us like in Luke 6.45, when it says a good man out of the treasure of his heart bringing forth that which is good and an evil man 
out of the treasure of his heart, bringing forth that which is evil. For from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So sometimes when we are rejected, it it comes out in ways that's not health, not only not healthy for us, but not healthy from other people. And what I took from that scripture was that eventually all the hurt and pain that we have from being rejected, that we harbor in our hearts, it will eventually be spoken to someone else or projected onto someone else through our deeds and our actions. That's why through things like Healing Hearts Ministry, friends that we trust, elders that can cover us in prayer, religious groups that we have been joined in, we can share our hurt. We can share our pain and shortcomings. We can share our different stories about rejection in order for us to heal. We must first recognize that there is pain. We must reveal the pain and then trust God through his word that he can heal us. James 5 and 16 encouraging us to confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man shall avail it much. So prayer is vital. Revealing yes, is. is vital. Talking is vital. Yes, and it is. it's like that because, Dr. Ruder, a lot of us was raised up under adults who taught us that what happens in this house stays in this house. Right. And it's beginning of storing up the past hurts. We we are afraid to share our rejection because we are afraid how other how other people will not only view us, but we embarrass, you know, when we're rejected. Right. But we have to come outside of the traditions and release the shackles that keep us in emotional and mental bondage. The Bible also in, encourages us to let go of our pain by praying for one another, by doing what Dr. Ruda and I are talking about today, dealing with rejection, by releasing it through prayer, by talking uh, to one another about the prayer. Uh, Matthew 14 and 15 also tells us if we forgive men their trespasses, the heavenly father will also forgive us. But if we forgive not the trespasses of others, neither will our father forgives us. So dealing with rejection is important for us to forgive. Giving it shall be given. Amen. What we don't talk about is the fact that sometimes rejection is self-inflicted by the choices we make by the decisions we uh, make, the lack of growth. But forgiveness is the key to letting go and let God. In Psalms 51 and 10, David asked the Heavenly Father to create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within. He will clean us up and make us new if we, will allow, if we allow him to entrust the process. We expect things to happen when and how we want them to not knowing that God is an on-time God and everything he do is timely and efficient. Amen. So basically we have to realize that we have been rejected. We have to accept the fact that we have been rejected. We have to reveal that we have been rejected. We have to repent for the way that we handle rejection and ask for others to be forgiven 
And we can do that through confession and fellowship. By forgiving ourselves and forgiving others. Then that way we can start the healing process and we can become new. Amen. I totally agree with that. And a lot of what Minister Q just um, spoke about is really truly falls in, in our identity. You know, what is our identity in? Is our identity in how far we can go in our career? You know, how many friends we have, how popular we are, how many accolades we have. And the rejection, um, it really stems, uh, just as Minister Q was sharing, you know, um, you know, you're the going back to the beginning, you know, family dysfunction, how we were raised and really, truly the, the way that we we respond and react to rejection is based on how well we are with our parents. It, that, that's the root. And, and a lot of the people that wallow in, um, you know, it, like Minister Q was sharing, some rejection is self-inflicted. And because it's, you know, the reason why it's self-inflicted is because we have wounds that we don't want to face. And it begins with your mommy and daddy wounds. And you have to grow from there, meaning you have to recognize it. And then you have a responsibility about what God is showing you in that in that um in those relationships because Jesus Christ our walk with God is about relationship and if we are finding ourselves in very unfruitful unproductive relationships we might want to go to the root of things you know why is that because i i know for me you know having daddy wounds um and not getting into a place of just forgiving I was a man hater. Like, I, I mean, not like literally hate men, but I just didn't, uh, I felt to be surface with them at all times. And so um, and when it requires to go deep. So I share all that to say, um, and just as, you know, uh, Minister Q was sharing, is that we have to, uh, the reason why people hurt people hurt people. Last week, we talk, spoke about unforgiveness. This week is rejection. A lot of these things are, are, are like wounds that we know that we have, or we haven't made the time to sit before God and allow him to show us us. And that's where a lot of the, you know, the disconnect of people, um, you know, where they're not steadfast in their face or being anchored in the Lord is because these wounds are still unresolved. And so, um, Minister Q, can you share something, um, you know, just a testimony of how God showed you in, in regards to rejection and, and, you know, what can you share a testimony about rejection and overcoming it in your life? Yes. It's really awkward, you know, how the the Holy Spirit connects all things. Through Christ, all things are interchanging. Even when we don't see it, it's interchanging. You just spoke on being rejected by your father. That was a personal experience that I had. Uh, I was raised by my dad, which was my mother's husband uh, of over 26 years. He came into my life when I was 11 years old. Uh, my father, my biological father, he met another woman and um, he married. And so to him, I was just, you know, his child. 
but he didn't he didn't pursue like a relationship with me as far as participating in my activities, showing up on holidays. You know, right. he would think that just because he paid my mama child support that that, you know, will fill the void. But children don't need things. Right. They need time. They need love. They need discipline and correction. Just like in the word of the Bible, how fathers corrects and reproofs us through his word and through his chastisement. That's what we need from our father. And I didn't I didn't receive that from my father. But my how many of us know that when God t- takes something from us or allows things to be void in our life, he replaces it with better things. Amen. And so although I didn't have my father there, I had my dad there. And uh, a reference of that comes from Psalms 27 and 10. And it says, when my father and mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. So although my physical, my biological father wasn't there, I had the father in heaven, you know, to fill those voids. He said he he a father to the fatherless and a mother to the motherless. The the way that he loves on us, you know, it it, it can't really be understood and. It can't really be explained because he'll love on us like nobody else have. He'll touch us like nobody Amen. else have. And that's what he did for in my life. Like you also said, I was substituting that uh the lack of my father's presence with men yes. to where I was involved in abusive relationships, not just also only physically abusive, but emotionally and mental abusive because there was a void from my father there. So I let men control Amen. me, you know, sexual sexually mentally, emotionally, and physically, that had I had that strong father, you know, role model in my life, I would have knew how to be treated by men. I would have knew what to expect from men. So being that my own biological father rejected me when other men will hurt me or tear me down or abuse me mentally, sexually, or emotionally, I figured that that was okay because the father that I was supposed to have, he did the same thing. He didn't pay attention to me. Right. He didn't come around. He didn't support me physically, uh, financially. He didn't support me, you know, when I needed him to be there. So it was okay when other men, you know, short came in the relationships. But that's not right. Right. So if we build and keep that relationship with the Heavenly Father, we won't miss out on much. Right. right. Amen to that. Now, um, I know you shared that, you know, having your, your earthly father um, you know, feeling that rejection. Now that you are in relationship with the Lord, how is that different? It's awesome because I was able to reach out to him. Uh, I believe that I was probably like, I believe that I was around 17 years old. And uh, I had been broken. I had started to mask my pain with drugs, alcohol, sex, men. You know, and I finally was able to tell him how I felt, you know, about him not being there in my life. And through me telling him how I felt, I was able to extend that forgiveness. So now, although even after that, I was still closer to my dad that raised me. I still invited him, you know, into my life to the to the point where before my my uh my dad my stepdad died he and him would hang out we, you know it, it it would be the three of us we was like the three amigos he'll come sitting under the tree with us and we all sit out there and laugh and talk when family events and stuff happened i had both of my dads there 
So it was it was truly a blessing. Yeah. So you're um, saying that you know, since your relationship with the Lord, you had, were able to um forgive and and really just see it the rejection it it from God's perspective, right? Yeah. Okay. And it ended up being a blessing in disguise. Yes, because I, I feel the listeners need to know, you know, um, you know, those those wounds, whether it be Matt, mommy, daddy wounds, um, when you are aligned with God in your identity of who you are in God and knowing that he would never forsake you, just like Minister Q just shared, you know, that scripture that, you know, when your father and mother, your earthly father and mother rejects you, the father in heaven, Jesus Christ is has never for, um, rejected you. So it leads me to my next point is that we as people of God and, and those that are new to God um, need to understand that rejection is sometimes good. Okay. If we view yeah. it from God's perspective, there are going to be times like, you know, going back to Minister Q's story with her dad, maybe he didn't understand what love was. Maybe he didn't receive it. And that's how you look at, that's how you have compassion and extend mercy and grace to others is because, you know, you can't expect people, even your parents, to love you if they haven't been taught that, if they weren't raised with that. And yes, granted, there's going to be some times that people are going to make bad decisions like you and me, you know, um, but the end of, you know, the what I want to get to is that rejection is a good thing. And, and, and it's only a good thing when you view it from God's perspective. And when you view it from God's perspective is because your identity is in him and not in the people on this earth, not the people around you. I'm not saying disregard them. No, you should know the word of God says, I will never forsake you and to cast all your cares upon me for I care for you. And when we can, when we can come to that place in our walk, in our relationship with the Lord daily, we can find ourselves at a place of peace. We can we can find ourselves at a place of understanding. We can find our place our, ourselves at a place of just extending compassion and forgiving. Because a lot of the reasons why hurt people hurt people, as we were sharing today, not only unforgiveness but rejection. Our view of rejection is distorted. And we have to rise above that. And the only way we can rise above that is knowing who we are and whose we are in Jesus Christ. Say that. Amen. Amen. Is there anything else you want, would like to share, Minister Q? Yes, ma'am. Rejection can be defined as the act of pushing someone or something away. And when I think about rejection, I have come up with to be or not to be. It's what I think of when I hear the word rejection. Am I loved or am I right. not loved? Do I fit in or I don't? Am I the black sheep of my family or am I the beacon of light in my family? Am I qualified for the job position or not? Do people love me or do they hate me? But in John 15 and 18, it tells us, if the world hates you, you know that it hated me before Ooh, it hated on. you. When I, when I read that, I had such a comfort because 
we always want to say me, 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 and I, 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 I. Before the world rejected you, before you were turned down for that job promotion, before you was uh, turned away from your friends, think about the walk that Christ took. He had to be separated from his own family for him to be inducted and in, 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 uh, adopted into Christ's family. You know, he had, when they was leaving uh, Jerusalem, he had stayed behind because he was being taught by the uh, the Pharisees, the, uh, the elders around him. He was being taught the word of God. And he even let his family and um, the people from his village leave him behind just so he can get the word of God. See, sometimes we're going to be left behind just to get to where God needs us to be. But we steady trying to play catch up, catch up, or be involved in the crowd. When God say, why, why would you want to fit in when Ooh, I made you to be on. set apart? For my glory and Amen. for my words. But we always tend to want to fit in. We want everybody to like mm. us. But if the world hated him, you know, what are he going to do for us? One of his best friends betrayed yeah. him. But guess what? The betrayal yeah. was necessary for the prophecy for for us to be where we at right now, for him to die and say die for our sins and save us from our sins, the betrayal from one of his closest friends, the one of the people that he rolled with every day, the people that he broke bread with, the people that he fed, the people that he washed their feet, betrayed him and had him crucified and hung on the cross. But it was yeah. necessary. It was necessary for him to receive the yeah. crown of glory. That was already designed for them. So sometimes we may feel like, oh, my friend double-crossed me. She betrayed me. But have you ever sat back and thought that the betrayal is necessary for you to get to that Ooh, next level on. that you need to be on? Sometimes we're going to have to go through right. to get through. And to me, you know, that's a good thing. Sometimes we feel horrible when we're rejected from a job offer. But God's no, it, it means I yeah. got something better for you. You might want to be um, a construction worker. And then God say, no, you ain't going to be no construction worker. You're going to be the designer of this building. You're going to be uh, the one that put it yes. all together. You know, sometimes we got to quit settling for mediocre when God got Come the on. best for us. And it's sometimes, like you said, it's going to be through yeah. rejection. It's going to be through them certain doors being slammed in our face because when the door slam in our face, he's going to open up a window. He's going to open up a portal or everything that we need to get to the level that we need to be on. Amen. 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 I know uh, for me, um, you know, there's some rejections that I, you know, I have been as a minister of full-time ministry for almost five years now. Um, I have experienced rejection at its worst in it and, and at its best. Um, and what I mean by that is that um, there has been a lot of things in my life and later on in, in the upcoming episodes, you know, we hope to unpack that, but we're still unpacking, you know, why hurt people hurt people. We, myself and Minister Q understand why, you know, we hurt people and even going through our mess. Um, we realize that we have hurted people too. Um, I have children. I have mm -hmm. I haven't necessarily made the best decisions, and I've hurted them as well. But praise God for restoration and um, and 
it, there's a, you know, we have to walk through some things. We have to, you know, recognize some things in ourselves and take ownership and responsibility of those things and repent. And so that's available to you listeners. You know, there, that is available. I hope that what we shared on today, you know, um, in regards to rejection, the good, the bad, and the ugly, which, you know, it all stems from our relationship with God. And so I hope that you were encouraged by what was shared today and tune in with us next week as we will be unpacking more of why hurt people hurt people. Thank you for um, sharing. Thank you for downloading and thank you for listening. And we hope that you were blessed by today's message. God bless. Amen. Thank you for joining us today on Healing Hearts Podcast, where raw topics with real people are discussed. We hope that we encourage you, empowered you in our topic today in regards to rejection. As me and Minister Q have shared, we thank you and continue to share and download this podcast as we will back next week for another episode. Thank you and peace and blessings. If you are interested in walking out some things in your life, and if this content has encouraged you, inspired you, please reach out to us as we have Healing Hearts Coaching that is available for individuals who need mentorship. You can reach us at 562-986-3616 and we'll be happy and willing to help you out. God bless and have a great day.